Welcome back to the Full-Time Wedding Pro Podcast. My name is Peyton Helm. I am your host. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, this live stream, sorry, this podcast is being live streamed right now inside of my Facebook group, Full-Time Wedding Pro. So if you are not a member of the free Facebook group, Full-Time Wedding Pro, go to fulltimeweddingpro.com and join, or you can just go on Facebook and search up Full-Time Wedding Pro and you will be able to join this Facebook group, as long as you're a wedding photographer or a filmmaker. If you're doing something else, I don't know why you're listening to this or why you would want to join the Facebook group. But regardless, tonight we're going to be talking about how to have $10,000 months or more in your wedding photography or wedding filmmaking business. Okay. Tonight, I'm going to be going over four main points on, well, pretty much instead of points, there there are the four main columns of this strategy, right? If you think of like big columns that hold up large buildings, I don't know, like the White House or something, uh, (laughs) then these are going to be like the four main columns that you need to have in your business. If you want to hit 10K months and beyond 10, 15, 20, 30, like it doesn't matter what your goal is here. I just kind of put 10K as um, more of an arbitrary number because it is a, a goal that a lot of people want to get to, but really it, it could be 5k, 10k, 30k, 50k, 100k. I mean, hell, you know, it's whatever you want to do. Um, whatever seems the most possible for you. It's whatever you want to shoot for. This strategy is going to teach you how to do that. Right. Uh, and now I do want to preface this. This is going to be a little bit more of a higher level strategy video. I'm going to be going over some generalized points here and kind of give you a structure of what this strategy looks like. Um, as far as diving into the really in-depth, deep fundamentals, um, that is reserved for my students in the full-time wedding pro mentorship program, um, which uh, at the end of the very, very end of this video, after I go over my bonus point, um, then I'm going to give you guys a way if you want to learn more about that than you can. Um, but really the, the meat and potatoes of this live stream and this podcast is going to be my overall strategy on how to hit $10,000 months in your wedding photography business. Okay. Very, very important video. If you want to crush it in 2022, 2023, or you know, so on and so forth, um, you need to be doing this strategy. This is something that every wedding photographer and filmmaker needs to be doing, okay? This is not my opinion on what I think you should do. This is what you actually need to do, okay? This is not something that I created. This is just an... Uh, This is how to build a business pretty much is what you're going to be listening to in this podcast and watching this live in the Facebook group. Um, And again, hello to all of my people watching this live in the Facebook group. I'm super pumped for all of you. Uh, We're going to go ahead and we're going to start with number one. And number one, the first pillar is arguably, not arguably, definitely the most important part of this entire foundation, right? The entire, you can even call this instead of a pillar, you call this literally the foundation if we're still using this whole building analogy here. Uh, and it's mindset. You have to have the right mindset. Okay. And oh my God, every time I mention mindset, I'm sure there's somebody going like, Oh God, he's talking about mindset again, but really guys mindset, having the correct mindset and having the correct beliefs in yourself and also the beliefs in your business and the beliefs in your market that you are working with, you have to have the right beliefs or else you will self-sabotage your entire business. And what I mean by this, there's a few points here. And I've talked about, uh, I've talked a lot about mindset before on the podcast and also on the live streams, but it's so important. And honestly, it's probably something I could talk about every single day. Um, there's a, a few limiting beliefs that a lot of photographers and filmmakers have in the wedding industry. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to touch on uh, a few of them in this live stream. Um, number one, I talked about actually a couple of weeks ago is um, competition. And, and so many photographers and filmmakers uh, they, they hate competition. Like they're just like, oh man, there's, there's so many photographers and filmmakers there. It's the market is so saturated. And I, I just, I can't book weddings because, 
um, there's just too many photographers and there's too many photographers and filmmakers in this area or, or whatever. There's not enough couples to go around um, or all my couples are finding people for cheaper and, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like that's a belief that a lot of people have. And I understand it because when you're, especially if you don't really know what you're doing and you're just kind of posting on social media and you're, you're commenting your website on posts and Facebook groups, it can seem like there's just too many photographers in your area. If you guys have felt that in the chat, let me know if you're watching this live um, or the replay, like it can be a little bit overwhelming. If like you're, you're putting your website into a sea of two or 300 other comments on like one single post, it, it can be really overwhelming. Um, or if you're trying to compete with like, you know, a hundred thousand other photographers on Instagram, it's, it's really hard to stand out and it's really hard. Uh, or it's rather, it's really easy to assume that wedding photography in general is just too saturated to book anything in. Um, and really it couldn't be further from the truth. And I talked about this extensively on how to crush the competition, which was a, a live stream that I did um, a couple of weeks ago. But the reason why this, this mindset and this, this limiting belief is not true is because, well, one, if you're marketing only in like the Facebook group method, like commenting on people's posts and also just like posting on Instagram, um, you're not doing anything to stand out. So you are literally just doing what 98% of other photographers and filmmakers are doing. Okay. You're, if you're not doing anything else, then you're just pretty much blending in with the crowd and blending in with all the other amateur photographers and filmmakers who don't know what they're doing. Okay. And no bad on you. I'm not, I'm not going to like, you know, make, try to make you feel bad here. It's fine. If you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And that's why you're here. That's why you're listening and you're learning here, which is good. And I'm here to tell you, stop doing that <laughs> because it doesn't work. I mean, you might, you might get one or two weddings, uh, every few months from commenting consistently in Facebook groups, but, um, it, it is, it's pretty rare and it's very inconsistent. Okay. And same with Instagram, unless you've been doing it for a few years and you're growing. So mine, and I'm going to talk about marketing in the second point. Okay. We'll get there. But for mindset, believing that there's too many photographers and there's too much competition. Number one is just not true. And it's a fear that's holding you back. Okay. I heard this quote, um, I don't know who I heard it from. I heard it a while ago. And it said something along the lines of your dream life lays right on the other side of your fear. So if you can overcome your fear, then you can achieve your dream life. And I think it's, I think it's simplified, <laughs> but uh, that's similar to what the quote was that I, that I heard. Again, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, but the greatest things in life lay beyond your fears. Is pretty much the 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 TLDR of that quote, and the proof is in the pudding. I mean, if there if photography was oversaturated, I mean, we would have no successful photographers. Like, think about that for a minute. If photography was too saturated to the point where you can't book twenty or thirty weddings a year, out of the like millions of weddings that happen every single year, then it's probably not the fact that there's so many photographers is probably the fact that you're not doing what's required to stand out from the 98%. What are you doing to stand out from the 98%? What are you doing to be in that 2% of photographers who are doing things right? Okay. So maybe instead of focusing on, oh, there's too many photographers, what should you focus on and what should you do to stand out from those photographers and attract the couples who actually want to spend a solid amount of money on you, right? So that's one. Another is market. I actually saw this one in another Facebook group that I, I commented on the other day. 
some of you guys may have seen my comments. Some, some of you might not have. Um, it revolved around this dude who was, uh, he had great wedding films. He was a filmmaker. He had really good wedding films. Um, but he was, he was charging something. It was like under a thousand dollars or something like that, or maybe under 2k. Um, and he rose to start at 2k and he was like, I'm not getting any bookings. And he was like, I think my market's just too cheap. Like my, I, don't, I don't remember where he lived, but he was like, my market's too cheap. Um, there's the people just aren't willing to pay, uh, the amount of money that I charge in my market. How many of you guys have thought about that? Like, like seriously, let me know in the chat. How many of you guys have had that belief? that your market is too poor to afford your wedding photography. Let me know. Because guys, I promise you, the proof is in the pudding here again, that that is just a fear and it's not true. You want to know how I know? Because Kyle in my program is booking weddings at a higher end professional price point where most people charge like well, Kyle, if you're watching this, tell me, but it's, I believe it's like 15 to 2k and he's booking like three and $4,000 wedding collections. And I've had numerous examples of students doing the exact same. Me personally, I just booked a wedding. You guys saw it in the group here in the Facebook group. I just booked a $9,400 wedding an almost $10,000 wedding from a couple who's getting married in East Tennessee, which is one of the poorest locations in the entire United States. Cause it's like, you know, the rural South, <laughs> it's where we live, right? Not even a big city like Knoxville or, or Nashville or Charlotte, North Carolina. No, it was just a normal place in uh, like right South of Johnson city. And we booked a $9,400 wedding. And the reason why, and also we are consistently booking four and 5k weddings in one of the lowest income areas of the entire United States. Why is that? Because we know what we're doing. We're following the strategy that I'm going to lay out for you guys in this video. And the, also the one I lay out in the mentorship program, if you're part of that program, and we are showing our value and we are showing couples that they should spend more money on us if they can afford it because it's worth it. And we are so much better than all of the other photographers and filmmakers who are charging 1215 to even 25 or three grand. That's the breakthrough. That's the transformation that I walk people through when they join my program. And that's why I'm so freaking proud of it. So, and I'm not saying this to brag, so don't get me wrong here. What I am saying is that I want to show you it's possible. I know photographers who are booking $10,000 wedding packages consistently in just random cities. And they're not even like big cities, like, like smaller, like, um, which I know like, some areas in Utah, like Salt Lake City, they're not super small. I know a few photographers who are doing that in there. I know some in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I know multiple in uh, Georgia and in Alabama, even Florida, and like some of the not super, like not Miami or Orlando, but just some other cities. Like there are so many examples of photographers who are charging even like four or 5K. Like how many of you guys, like, let me know in the chat, how many of you guys would like to just stay around charging four or 5k for your weddings, let alone 10k? Like, that's not everybody's goal. And I promise you, like shooting a 10k wedding can be stressful. <laughs> like we're going to feel it <laughs> for sure. So maybe you don't want that stress. Maybe you'd rather just stick around three, four, 5k and you'd be happy. Let me know if that's you in the chat. I want to see a yes, at least from somebody. Um, or if not, like, tell me, tell me what air like pricing you would like to be around. So what a, the point I'm trying to drive home here is it's almost never about your market. 
but it's always about the value you bring to the table for the relative price point that you were charging. So instead of thinking, oh man, okay, maybe I should lower my price to book weddings in this market. Maybe instead of saying that, maybe you should say, what value should I bring to the table that I can increase my prices with? Maybe that's what you should ask yourself instead of, well, I'm just going to undercut and, and just charge the average price point because that's what I'm worth. Are you really worth that? Or are you worth more? Hannah said, I'd love to stay around 3K consistently. Hannah, super easy. Because that's the 3K, that's like the average for almost everybody. And it's very easy, easy to book in that price point as long as you're showing up and you're providing value. Abraham said, of course, but four to 5K for photo only or photo video both. I mean, either or really. Like we do four and 5K for photo only and then five and 6K for photo video. But I know, I know tons of photographers and filmmakers by themselves who do the same. So it's whatever you want, really. Like it, you can literally price whatever you want as long as you're pricing it the smart way. And you're, and you, you know, I, I have a full structure in the mentorship program that I teach um, that goes over like exactly how to price. Like it's like an hour and a half long video. Um, but really, you can charge usually about however much you want. It doesn't matter if you are in a super poor location. I mean, if you're in like a town with like 200 people and there's like no wedding venues or cities within like 500 miles, then okay, you're probably going to have some issues. <laughs> but if, if you are in a market that can support wedding photography, then you can do it. You can do whatever price point you want. Okay. And when I say whatever price point you want, I do mean it relatively, right? Like if you're, um, Again, in a super, super, super rural location, and there's only a few wedding venues, maybe charging like 10K is not very possible unless you want to go to a bigger city. Um, you just got to know your market, right? And But what I'm here to tell you guys is even if you are in a little bit of a lower end market like I am in or like Kyle's in in Northern Alabama, um, it doesn't matter because you can still book at least three, 4K usually is what I'm seeing from my students. And it's not hard. It's really not. So I just, I wanted to throw that out there and just say, like, listen, if you are having a limiting belief around your market or about your prices, it is 110% okay and reasonable to be charging three, four, 5K in any market. And you will still find people. Are you going to find less people charging 5K than you would charging like 2K? Yeah. But you're still making more profit and you're shooting less weddings either for the same or more money. So why not? You know what I mean? And if you have a marketing plan in place, which I'm going to touch on in the next column here in a second, then you can do this both consistently and fairly easily. So that's the encouragement I wanted to give all you guys. Don't be afraid to charge more, but understand that if you are going to charge more, you need to have a solid closing strategy, show your value, and make sure that you can provide an experience that's worth the price point that you're charging for. That's the number one important thing here. So I wanted to tackle mindset in like in this first kind of foundation pillar because it is the most important mindset. You've heard this quote from, from tons of people. Nine, mindset is 98% of the game here. Like uh, I forget who said it. There's some basketball player. I don't, I'm not a basketball fan. So don't, uh, don't hate me for not knowing who said this, but somebody, it was like Michael Jordan or something said like um, the game of basketball is like 98% mental. Um, and it, it goes, it applies with every part of our life. Everything is 98% mental. Your entire life is structured and viewed and perceived through your unconscious mind. So if you can train that to develop a growth mindset instead of a limiting mindset, 
then you, literally you have the world at your fingertips. And some good, really, really, really good ways to do this is to do exactly what you're doing right now. Watch live streams like this, listen to podcasts, go and read books, read success-based um, success mindset books, or listen to success-based mindset podcasts. I listen to podcasts every day. I slacked off a little bit whenever we did our destination wedding because we were in, in St. Thomas and we were filming, um, <laughs> but I, I picked it back up ever since we got back. Um, and I can tell, I can literally tell on the days that I, uh, I don't get to listen to any podcast or I just forget, like I feel worse. So they literally help you reprogram your brain over time. Like you got to do it every day, read a nice book every day. I've got books over here on my bookshelf that I read sometimes. I'm not a big reader, um, but I do listen to podcasts all the time and that's totally fine. YouTube videos are the same thing. Podcasts, whatever you want. Get your mindset right and you will grow your business beyond what you perceive as capable, I promise. So that's probably the most important part of this entire video really is the, is the, the, uh, the, the pillar of mindset, right? So if you, guys, uh, if you guys understand that and you're getting value out of this and you, you, you like what I'm talking about, um, and you potentially want me to talk about it more, let me know in the chat. Okay. Cause I could talk about mindset a lot and I've even considered making podcast episodes specifically just on mindset. Um, so if you guys want to see that more often, let me know in the chat, just hit me with a yes or a no. I don't care. Uh, either one. I, I, I want to give you guys whatever you are interested in. So, um, if you want me to talk more about mindset, I definitely will. Honestly, if you tell me no, I'm probably gonna do it anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and move on to number two. Let me get a drink of water. Number two to make 10K months in wedding photography. This is, I think they're all equally important from here on out. So I'm not going to say like, this is the most important. You need to have a solid marketing plan. And I think that when you hear that, um, you think, okay, well, yeah, duh. I need a good marketing plan. Of course I need one, Peyton. But what I'm saying here, it goes back to what I said in the first point. A good marketing plan is not posting pictures on Instagram and posting pictures on Facebook and commenting on people's posts in Facebook groups. That's not a good marketing plan. That's you just kind of will willy-nilly putting your stuff out there and saying, hey, who was I'm a photographer who wants to book me? That's not how you market a six-figure business. Okay. And you can tell I'm serious right now because I'm I'm like not saying my words. <laughs> That's not how you market a six-figure business, guys. Okay. And I made this mistake when I was growing. I did. And I, I made it hard. And I feel like everybody's made this mistake. Like you, you, you think, I swear, photography was one of the only industries where people will be like, well, yeah, you can just post on social media and you can grow a six-figure business. But like if they told you that in like a e-commerce store or like an online business, anything other than photography, you'd be like, what are you talking about? You know, I need to advertise. I need to get my message out there. So don't, here's one thing I want you to take away from this live stream and this podcast. Okay. If you want your business to be a successful, doesn't have to be six figure, but if you want your business to be a successful business, especially if you want to hit six figures, you need to stop treating it like a hobby. And you need to get serious. Okay. Hear that from me. So what marketing plan should you use? Easy. In my opinion, Facebook ads are the best. That's just my opinion. You can, you can disagree with me if you want to. That's fine. I don't care. It's part of the marketing plan though. Facebook and Instagram ads are crucial. And even if you don't want to do full, a full Facebook and Instagram ad method, 
you can still use other methods like SEO or actually a good social media strategy, which I teach in the program. Hint, hint. Um, ranking on Google is solid. Uh, there and uh, what am I trying to say here? I keep stumbling in my words. Uh, ranking on Google will give you a lot of traffic if you do it correctly, and it will give you a lot of traffic quickly. And if you don't want to go full in with Facebook ads, guess what? You can get people on your website from Google and then retarget them on Facebook. Put, in a, put up an ad, three or five bucks a day, get them back to your website. And if you keep showing up with your brand, you keep showing up for them, they will start to inquire more often. That is something I teach in my program. Um, and it is killer. It is how pretty much it's one of the main strategies I'm using right now. I am still using Facebook ads for cold traffic too. Um, but it is a solid strategy and I love that strategy. Okay. I'm not going to get super into Facebook ads in this video. Um, but what I'm saying here is you need to have a holistic marketing approach. Okay. When I started this group, I was, I was pretty much just specifically focused on Facebook ads, but then I realized over time that while my students were hitting 10 K months with Facebook ads only, um, I wanted to give them a little bit of a break and teach them how to get leads on autopilot, which is why I'm releasing the autopilot leads course in my program. Um, and that course and, and this whole marketing approach that I'm talking about in this video is all about taking a holistic approach. So instead of saying you should do Facebook ads or you should do SEO, or you should uh, use a solid social media strategy, or you should go to bridal shops or sorry, bridal fairs, uh, not bridal shops, <laughs> bridal fairs, um, or you should uh, connect with vendors and venues, or you should start a Facebook group or blah, 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 blah. You should do all of it is what I'm saying here. And it can seem super overwhelming if you don't know what you're doing. And I get it, but I promise you, if you learn from the right person and you, you figure out how to do this correctly, and you're not just going to go trial and error it, it will work so well for you. It will work so well for you. I can personally guarantee that if you do every single one of these strategies, well, you will book weddings and you might even hit 10 K months consistently. I can promise you that I can, because I've seen it over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. And, um, I actually just realized I forgot to add a point. Um, so I'm going to add a, another point real quick to the last point. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I just, I, I just remembered a point right off the top of my head. Anyway, a marketing plan, solid marketing plan. Okay. In my opinion, these are the best Facebook ads, search engine optimization, optimization, ranking on Google, social media strategy. That is not just posting photos. Okay connecting with vendors and venues. Um, and there's also another few that are kind of a little bit more higher level that I don't want to reveal for free, but those four, you could use those four by themselves and you could crush it. So have a solid marketing plan. What this does not include is commenting on people's Facebook posts because they are just outrageous nowadays. Like three, four, 500 photographers are commenting on like single posts. Um, usually it's like 200, but still so many, uh, or joining the knot because I have heard too many horror stories from people who join the knot. Please do not join the knot. That is my only advice. That is my only, that is the only probably company that I'm going to tell you do not put your money towards because the knot sucks. I'm just going to come out and say it. They suck. And some people have some success, but I, I swear to you, almost every single person who comes to me and says they were on the knot tells me that they was a, it was a massive waste of money and like half the leads were fake and the other half were just price shoppers. So do not do it. <laughs> Don't waste your money. Put it into ads instead. Um, 
I've also, so I've also, I've kind of um, talked smack about Google ads before. And in my personal opinion, I still believe that Google ads are not as good as Facebook ads. Um, but I have had a few people tell me they've gotten results from Google ads. So good for those people. Um, they are very expensive because um, pretty much every major brand uses Google ads. And also we are, as humans are kind of just conditioned to see the Google ads and just scroll past like the first three results. Uh, so I don't really believe in Google ads that much, but I, I cannot deny that sometimes they do work. But what I do know is that Facebook and Instagram ads work way, way better. So if you want more Facebook and Instagram ad talk, um, I have a lot of material on it. It's, it's pretty much the, the core of what I teach. And there's a lot of live stream replays on it as well as, um, literally three major, pretty much video, entire video courses in my mentorship program on Facebook ads. So I have a lot of info on them. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm teaching more and more about a holistic approach now in January. Um, I got a couple of comments. Jonathan said Google ads didn't work for me. Yeah, they didn't work for me either, brother, uh, which is why I don't really like them. <laughs> Hannah said, I just booked a wedding today. It's from a Facebook group. She messaged me. I got her on a Zoom call ASAP. Um, she said, I think taking the steps that I've learned in the course as soon as she contacted me uh, really helps heal the deal. Yeah. So Hannah, I mean, good for you. Like, I, And here's what I'll say. Oh, gosh, I just dropped my pen. Here's what I'll say about Facebook groups. Um, they can work. Commenting on people's posts in Facebook groups can work. But at what point is commenting on post after post after post after post after post not worth it? You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm really happy for you that you booked a wedding. That's amazing. And I'm glad that you use the steps that I teach in the uh, mentorship program about closing and pricing and all that. Um, and I'm glad it worked really well for you. I am. Um, my, my number one thing here that I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's really hit or miss. You just said that. Do not rely on just that. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Do not rely on just Facebook groups. Okay. Don't. That's the entire point of this whole marketing uh, pillar right here is don't rely on just one thing. Rely on multiple things. It's totally okay to go and learn. Even if like you, like for instance, there's a few educators in this space who um, there's a couple who teach more holistic approaches like I am now, but there's also a few who teach specific things. Um, like there's people who, who teach specific SEO. There's people who teach specific Facebook ads and so on and so forth. Um, and what, what I would recommend you guys do is, is just look and see who you resonate with the most and as long as they're getting results and they have student testimonials and everything, um, and you want to learn from them, then learn from them. Or if you want to try doing it for free, you totally can. That's up to you. Um, coaching is like a cheat code, really. <laughs> uh, and that's why I talk so highly about it. And that's why I do it because I like helping people. But regardless, I'm, not, I'm ranting now. Um, have a marketing plan and have a solid marketing plan. Take the time to learn and invest in it and you will be rewarded. Uh, I promise you will. So that's number two. Let's move on, let's move on to number three. Number three is not going to take too long. Number three is having a solid website that attracts your ideal clients and leads to high quality inquiries. Okay. I know that's a mouthful, but it, TLDR is having a website, <laughs> having a good website. Okay. Now this can also, uh, like what I'm going to talk about here for a minute can also help your social media, but really it's, it's designed around your website. So you guys who have been in my group for a while, um, obviously the students too, but like the, the people who've been in my free group for a while and you've seen my website review live stream, 
Um, I talk about website design a whole lot more in that, in that live stream. And I'm actually, I'm considering doing another one because it was just so good. And I had so many people commenting their websites. Like it was a little overwhelming and I kind of felt bad because I can only do a few within an hour. Uh, so if you're watching the podcast, that's another reason to join the Facebook group because I do website reviews. Um, but having a solid website is, is crucial. And if you want to learn a whole lot more about how I structure websites and how I teach my students to structure websites. And if you want to see an actual student's website who is crushing it right now, um, go watch that video. It's in, it's just called website reviews. It's in the guide section of my Facebook group. Okay. Well, so what I'm going to talk about in this live stream though, really quick is with your website, you need to be doing a few things that attract your ideal client types. Okay. What I, what I do not want you guys to do is have um, a generic website that only shows your images or your videos. Please do not do that. I, I pray that you do not do that. <laughs> Please don't. So what I want to see from all of your websites is um, I need to know who you are. I need to see your smiling face. I need to see an about me section. Okay. I need to see where you are. If I'm, a, if I'm, a, if I'm, I can't talk. If I was a potential bride or potential groom, which I am, and I was looking at hiring you, I would need to know who you are, what you provide, where you are located, and what my experience would look like, as well as obviously seeing your pictures, maybe a starting rate if you want to, um, and then a, a detailed contact form. Okay. That's what I want to see if I was wanting to hire you. Also, I would really like to see some client reviews, right? Like I said, there's a lot of stuff here. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about this on this live stream because I've talked about it extensively before. So if you guys want to see a, a full list of every single thing that I want to see on your websites, and if you want to see me review other websites live, go watch that replay. Um, and also maybe I'll do a follow-up. Hit me with a yes in the, in the chat if you want me to do website reviews next week. Let me know and I'll do them. I, I, I will need... Three yeses. Hit me with three yeses and I'll do it. I'm getting a Mountain Dew because I am exhausted today. I know there's a delay, but if I don't get three yeses, I'm not doing it. I need three yeses. That's your challenge. So with websites, here's a, here's a recap, okay? Your portfolio needs to be a reflection of your ideal client types, okay? So if you're wanting to book beautiful elopements in Colorado, like Hannah does, then not my fiance, but Hannah in the chat, <laughs> one of my students, um, just as you can as an example, because she said yes just now, um, then you need to show elopements around mountaintops in your portfolio. I feel like that's obvious, but you probably shouldn't show much more, much more. Okay. If you want to shoot beautiful high-end weddings at luxurious venues, and you have work that is similar to that, that's what you want to show on your website. If you want to shoot destination weddings and you have destination work, then you need to show that on your website. Obviously, you need to make your entire portfolio centered around the types of couples you want to work with and what they would want from their wedding photos. I just got like five yeses, four yeses. So I'll do website reviews next week. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so again, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast and it's um, a week from January 24th, which I don't even know what day that is. Uh, oh, the 31st. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this before the 31st and you want to jump on and potentially have your website reviewed, join the Facebook group, fulltimeweddingpro.com. So anyway, 
Um, what I want to see from your websites, guys, is with your portfolio, structure it to be centered around the types of photos that your ideal clients would want to see, okay? Not what you want to see, but what they want to see. That's how you tap into what they want, okay? And to do this, you kind of have to have an idea of the type of clients you want to work with, which is understandable. Um, so you need to understand that you are not just a, a normal photographer and you are not just a photographer who works for everybody. You need to, and I've talked about this extensively before as well, you need to structure down, niche down, and work with a specific type of client and shoot a specific type of wedding. Because if you're just that Walmart photographer who just provides every single service, weddings, families, portraits, real estate, boudoir, whatever, um, there's a caveat here. But if you were that type of photographer on your website, people are not going to value you because there is value in exclusivity. Okay. There's a reason why Walmart sells like 50,000 things. And there's a reason why Louis Vuitton sells like a few hundred. Okay. There is value in exclusivity. So be exclusive. If you want to shoot um, elopements, I'm going to send engagements. If you want to shoot elopements in blank area, make your website about that and only about that if you really want to. If you're okay with doing both, then fine, do both. It's fine. Yeah, I do both and it works well for me. I actually, I do book normal weddings more than elopements, which I think is okay for me because I like the normal weddings. Um, <clears throat> but if I just wanted to do elopements, then I would pretty much just get rid of all my normal wedding photos and I would just do elopements, put elopement photos on my website. And if I didn't have those photos, then I would put model calls up and I would do free shoots so that way I could get that work. <laughs> That's what I would do if, if it were me. Um, but regardless, make your portfolio about it and then make your ad, not your ad, make your website copy about that as well. Okay. Speak to the problems that your ideal clients have and show them how you were going to show up for them and solve their problems. That is a really short tidbit of my, uh, my website training video in the mentorship uh, program video course. Um, and, but it's powerful. And if you really listen to what I just said, then your mind is probably shooting off and you're like, okay, well, what problems do my clients have? How can I show up to solve them? How can I be better than other photographers? Think, keep thinking about that. And then when you come up with answers, put that on your website. So that's all I'm going to say about websites. Um, another thing is if you have a contact form that is just name, email, message, um, <laughs> please change it. <laughs> please, <laughs> please change it. Please do something different. Be unique. Be fun. Don't just be like every other 98% of photographers. That was not a sentence, but you understand what I meant. Don't be like the 98% of other photographers. Be unique. Be yourself. Be different. How can you be different? That's up to you. So that's my website spiel. Website spiel. Okay. Number four. This is, I'm not, I was about to say this is the most important. It's not the most important, but this right here, this point, if you do everything right, then this point will be one of the most effortless points, the most effortless things you can do in your business that will make you the most money. And what this is, is having a solid pricing strategy, closing strategy, and profit-making strategy. I just came up with that on, off the top of my head. So what this is, is if you want to charge higher prices, you, excuse me, you need to understand what, types of, what type of value you need to show to your client type. 
Okay. Meaning if you're doing collections or packages, you need to know how to structure those packages in order for it to make sense. You need to know how to give incentives to book those packages for your clients. You need to know what type of experience your couples actually want. You need to ask them questions, get to know them on a deeper level than just saying, hey, how are you? Ask them questions about them, find out more info about them. And this is all in the context of being on a phone call with them, okay? This is what Hannah was talking about earlier when she said she followed my closing strategy, got them on a Zoom call. I have a very specific closing strategy that I have kind of mended, melded, I don't know. I've put together (laughs) from doing my own um, sales calls with high ticket sales calls in a lot of different industries um, and put them all together. And this strategy works very well for me. This is how I book 5K weddings, how I booked my first $9,400 wedding and how I'm going to consistently start doing that too. So this strategy works really well, okay? And what the strategy is, is getting your clients on the phone. And when I say phone, I mean either FaceTime or Zoom because just a normal phone call doesn't convert as well as them being able to see your face. So getting them on the phone, learning more about them and actually caring about who they are and what they want. Okay. Listen to that. You need to care about who your clients are, what their story is, what they want from their wedding, what they want from their wedding photographer or filmmaker. And then you need to understand how to show them that you are going to show up for them and solve those problems and give them what they want. And that is how you charge higher price points. And that's how you make them excited about working with you. I have, I think, a combined three hours worth of content total in my video course portion of my program just about this alone. Because this right here is the difference of you booking a $2,000 wedding and a $10,000 wedding. It all lies in your closing strategy. And it, I, it is not to be underestimated. It is the number one most important thing of this entire process, other than mindset. Obviously, you need to have the mindset right. But as far as marketing, website, all that stuff, you can get leads from anywhere. But if you don't know how to close them and show up for them and show them your value and show them why they should pay you more than other photographers out there, then you will start making a lot more profit. And one more point, the point that I actually added to this when I was talking earlier um, is to start offering print. If you're a photographer and you're not offering print, you can also, you can like, if you're a filmmaker, you can offer upsells like documentary edits or raw footage, or um, there's even uh, video books out there that are not too expensive, but Offering print is something that I've started doing actually recently. Um, and it's something that I, I just now started teaching in the mentorship program as well. And guys, I, 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 I don't want to say a cuss word. Um, it is also not to be underestimated because if you know how to do print correctly and you know how to sell it in a way that's not super salesy, not super pushy, um, but also still using an IPS model, you can make thousands more per client. So This entire last point is talking about pretty much just showing you that if you have a solid closing strategy and a profit generating strategy, then you can go, you can pretty much charge whatever you want for your wedding photography. It's what I was talking about earlier. And now you have context so you can believe it. This is how we book weddings over 5k in an area that is one of the most rural areas in the United States. And it's one of the most lower income areas in the United States. Okay. Excuse me. And it's how our students are doing it as well. 
whether they're in beautiful big city locations or if they're in BFE, <laughs> you know what I mean? So this works really well as long as you know how to do it correctly, okay? Now, that's number four. What's the bonus point? Because you guys are here. You've watched this all the way to the end. What's the bonus point? What is the bonus strategy on how to hit 10K months in wedding photography? And keep in mind, 10K might sound extreme and it might sound crazy, but listen, 10K a month is two 5K weddings a month. It's not that hard. It's really not. 5K might sound astronomical to you right now, but I promise you, if you have all these things in place, you can start booking 2K, 3K, 4K weddings. And then when you get that set, you can start increasing your price, 5K, 6K, 7, 8, 9, 10, if you want to. It's not as hard as you think, okay? It's really not. So with that being said, the bonus point here is arguably just as important as mindset. And it is investing in yourself and investing in your education, okay? I am investing five figures into myself in 2022, into my education, probably you know, multiple five figures, um, depending on what I, what I want to do and where I want to go, okay? That's me. You don't have to do that much. There are multiple educators in the photography industry. I'm not just the only one. There are multiple, like I said earlier. Invest in one of them, if you are serious about growing your wedding photography, do not trial and error this because you will have extremely delayed success. Okay. And it will be very hard. I made this mistake for a year when I went full-time. I went, well, really when I was trying to go full-time, but it was really hard. Okay. And, and I made a lot of mistakes and I didn't see success, massive success until I invested into myself and my education. And that's what I want to encourage all of you to do is invest in your education. If you are struggling and you want to know how to get to the next part, the next phase of your business, the next phase of your life and achieve your dreams and achieve your goals and grow your wedding photography business to where you want it to be. Investing in coaching is literally a cheat code. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is so much easier and so much less frightening and also so much less risky than doing things yourself. I promise. And I'm not just saying invest in my program in general. It doesn't matter who you invest in as long as they have a solid program and they can teach you what you need to know. And they have case studies that prove it works. They're almost every educator in this industry is legit. I will tell you that right now. They just teach different things. and They have different teaching styles. It's all up to you based off what you want. Okay. So my, my tip to you is invest in education. If you want to learn more about my program, full-time wedding pro, I teach a lot. I teach brand building, website building, identifying ideal client types, mindset, uh, pricing, closing, print sales. I teach three different main Facebook ad methods that work incredibly well. Sorry if you hear my cat meowing, he's going crazy. Um, now that I'm releasing this autopilot leads course, I am teaching social media. I'm teaching vendor relationships. I'm teaching SEO. I'm teaching creating communities. I'm teaching uh, uh, several different underground, not talked about traffic methods. I'm teaching a lot, plus ongoing mentorship and coaching. It's a lot of stuff packed into a program. And right now it is severely underpriced. I'm actually increasing the price probably next month. So if you guys want more information about my program and you're listening to the podcast and you want to talk with me uh, 15 minutes on the phone, it will not be a sales call. It's pretty much just for me. 
um, to see where you're at right now with your business and see if you might even be a good you know, fit for the program. And also just give you some feedback, give you some help. Okay. Just some free advice. And you want to book a 15 minute call with me, you go to fulltimeweddingpro.com forward slash call. If you are watching this live in the Facebook group right now, I'm actually going to shoot you guys a link fulltimeweddingpro.com forward slash call. Okay. If you want to book a 15 minute game plan call with me, go to that link. All right. It is not a sales call. I'm going to say that again. It is not a sales call. I'm not going to pressure you to buy my program. Um, I'm actually not even going to talk about really the program much on the call. I just want to know where you're at with your business and then give you the next best step for your business, the next best game plan for you. Okay. And if that game plan um, involves my program, then I'll schedule a follow-up call with you and we can talk more about it. Okay. But regardless, if you just want to talk to me 15 minutes, totally for free, just over messenger or even just normal phone call, then go to fulltimeweddingpro.com forward slash call. Click that link in the chat. Um, I'll put it again there just in case Facebook is being weird because sometimes they are with links. You never know. Um, go to that link and book a call with me. Um, no matter what day, no matter what time it is, go do it. And we can talk more about your business and give you a game plan that's going to help you. Okay. Um, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to book a call and you'd rather me message you and you're watching this live, comment, reach out and I'll message you. Um, but guys, either way, if you, whether it's me or whether it's somebody else and you, you were really serious about investing uh, or not investing, but if you're really serious about growing your wedding photography or filmmaking business, you're really serious about it. Invest in education because it will change your life. I promise it will. As long as you invest in somebody who's good, who has results, who can prove to you they have results um, and, and they, they understand and they know that they can help you. Okay. So that is the end of this live stream. Um, we actually stopped a little early, which is cool. I didn't hit a full hour. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and stop the podcast and then I'm going to take questions in the Facebook group. So if you guys are watching this live, don't go anywhere. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast. And again, if you guys want to join the Facebook group, you listen to the podcast, go to fulltimeweddingpro.com and join the Facebook group. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys on the next podcast episode. See you later.